Welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. There's all kinds of family. We chose this one. This episode 186 F9 Preview. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Too. And this episode is brought to you by Jacob's RVs, celebrating over 90 years of business for all of your RVs and trailer needs. They're found in St. Paul, Nebraska, and they're only just 20 minutes from Grand Island. Shout out to Jacob's RVs. Well, shout out to Jacob's RVs and welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever after the break. Not that we need any more excitement or any more reason to be excited about next week's movie, about F9. Actually, not even next week. Sorry, we're recording. I mean, we record this a little bit in advance every week. But when this, this comes out in two days, we will be seeing the movie in three days. It'll be everywhere. It's been in Korea for a month already. It's been around the world already. In uh, Australia, we got Jake and Haley sending us their ticket pictures because they get to see it. They've already seen it by the time this comes out. So Right. Insane. So we're so close. Not that we need any more reason to get excited, but we are going to preview the movie, what we're looking forward to, what we're worried about, so on and so forth after the break. But Joe, first, extracurricular activities. What have you been up to since we last spoke? This weekend, we went to visit Rachel's parents in Delaware. They were there this weekend, and they're not going to be there all summer because they're, like, renting out this house. So, like, it was, like, one of the only summer weekends that we could go down and visit them. So we went and hung out with them and their friends, and um, everything's fully open. So it was cool to finally see the, like, town that they're in, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like, when we would go to visit them before, we we couldn't really go to bars or restaurants or anything, right? So this is, like, finally, like, got to experience it, went to the beach, uh, drank a whole bunch of orange crushes. Do you know what orange crushes are? Sounds familiar. I'm gonna. Are you, are you talking orange Julius? <laughs> no, not orange Julius. Is oh, like a soda? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not a soda though. It's it's a it's an alcoholic beverage that's served oh. pretty much like everywhere in Maryland, apparently Delaware too, like that beach kind of thing. They're big in Baltimore because oh, there is there is a soda that Dr Pepper makes called Crush, crush and it's an crush, orange yeah. soda. This is like no, it's an alcoholic drink. Oh, Grand Marnier usually... vodka, lemon lime soda, fresh mint, and navel. Yeah, there's no yeah, there's usually no mint in it, but it's like an orange, yes, and everything else that you said. They're fucking delightful, and they're great in the summer, and they're great like at the beach. Highly recommended that everybody drink their summer's worth of orange crushes, because Lord knows I did this weekend alone. You drink never. I know, exactly. But I was just, like, pounding orange crushes all weekend, because, like, if you go to, like, these bars that they, they have just, like, a press, right, to, like, squeeze half an orange into it, and then they make the drink, and it's, like, super refreshing, and it's awesome. So that's well, what I was up to. Nothing crazy, really, besides that, but watched Lego, watched finished falcon and winter soldier which was much better than we expected it to be like after like episode two or three it really took off i think so that was good we're about to start loki and just getting ready for fast nine um what have you been up to uh saturday i did another episode of how to win the lottery so we've recorded four me and bob we have put out one as we're recording this episode two comes out tomorrow which means episode two is out now as you're listening to this no matter who you are our Patreon is all four, plus Bob did a bonus episode in between. Cool. So we got lots going on over there at the How to Win the Lottery pod. Uh, Sunday, my mom's birthday was yesterday, so I went over to their house on birthday, Sunday. Mom. They're getting ready to move because um, they both retired, and so they're moving. So I've been, every time I go over there, I just help them do things around the house. Yeah. So that was fun, and I had, not fun, but, you know, it was nice to see them, and I just do work, and then I they reward me with dinner. So, eh, you Fair. know, it works. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I've been watching a show called Dave. Do you know Dave? No. 
Dave is an FXX show. It's on Hulu. Uh, new season starts tonight as we record this, season two. Um, Dave is played by Lil Dicky, who I think is an actual rapper. Yes, Maybe yes, Maybe yes. not. Okay. Yes. So he is. he stars as Dave, and he's just an aspiring rapper named Lil Dicky. It, the, the opening scene to the series, this is a show that I started watching last year when it was on TV, or two years ago, I don't know if it was pre-COVID or not, because I've lost all sense of time. The opening scene in the first episode is him in a doctor's office explaining to the doctor why his dick looks weird. I think that's one of those songs. I think that's like one of his songs, Well, his, his big song is My Dick Sucks. Yes, uh, I mean, yes, that's the whole yes. That's the whole thing, yeah. And so the, it's the first scene of the show, and I'm just like, ah. And then like I watch a couple more minutes, I'm like, I'm not sure if this is for me. And my friend really liked it, and he's like, before you, before season two comes out, you should watch season one. Um, so I've been I've been catching up. I'm gonna finish the first season today after we finish recording. But it's really good. It's like it's kind of way better, and there's like things in there. I mean, it's one of those like FXX shows where it get it tackles heavy stuff in a way that you're like, oh, I didn't think this show was gonna do that thing but it yeah. does in a really good way uh it was also really funny and it's just really well done and you know it's 10 half hour episodes right now and one new one tonight for season two but dave's a lot of fun um i'm trying cool. to think if there's other i think you would like it i don't know that you would love it but maybe you would i don't know okay i watched in the heights which is the new lin-manuel miranda movie yes the musical he wrote before hamilton yes. became a movie not just the film stage play but i watched it on hbo max it's good i think you kind of know if you you're think gonna you're going to like a Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, musical set in Washington Heights, the Latin experience in New York, if you think you're going to like that, you're going to like it. Like, it, there's no secret there. It's a well-done movie, but, you know. Exactly. I'm not a musical guy, so Rachel was excited to watch it. Then she knew all the songs and said this morning that they cut, like, a bunch of the songs she liked it in it for the movie. So she was disappointed because she's into the more musical parts of it. Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of songs. I do know, I mean, I don't know the the musical. I know that one of the people I follow on Letterboxd was disappointed that his favorite song got cut or exactly. something, so, yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably the same one. It's she said not. there's, like, yeah, a really famous, like, a really good song that they cut, so. I watched Six String Samurai, which is the new Vinegar. So, like, Vinegar Syndrome does a lot of schlock. They put out, like, like just like Criterion, they put out, like, four. Yeah. They remaster, like, four movies a, a month. So they do have the stuff every month, all year long. But every once in a while, like a couple times a year, they're like, this is the big one. So like they did Rad, yeah, uh, which yeah, is a pretty yeah. big one for them. They did, which we covered, Tanning the Teenage T-Rex. They did that. That was a big one last year. Their newest one is this thing called Six String Samurai, which weirdly enough is very similar in style and structure and everything to a movie that I was writing in college. Because we had past guests of the show, Tobin Addington, was a film professor of mine in college. Yes. And yes, I took yes. a screenplay course with him just because I wanted to have a class with him. I had no interest. Like, I'm, I'm not going to become a screenwriter. Um, but I wanted to take a class with him. So that class was like, here's how to write a screenplay. The screenplay that I wanted to write was Romeo and Juliet, but one of them is a zombie and also it's a musical. And people were like, this is dumb. Don't do this. And then like a year later, Warm Bodies came out, which is not a musical, but it's Romeo and Juliet and he's a zombie. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And then obviously, you know, zombies became huge and like, you know, musicals have made sort of resurgence or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, so it was a good idea. Okay, cool. Not that it would have like, not that it would have sold my screenplay, but it was just like, oh, yeah, no, I had a, I had a good idea, whatever. Yeah, exactly, assholes. Like, it, yeah. Yeah. The one that I did wind up writing like half of, because um, that's all we had to do for the class, because you like sort of like build it out, whatever, is about this stand-up comic who 
got his first real big paying gig. And as it happened, the there was an apocalypse and the world ended. And oh. so he survives and he just wants to get to the gig. He wants to walk to like DC. I think it was like New York to, to DC or whatever um, that he was going to like go there anyway and perform and whatever. And just like the, the adventures that he had along the way. Um, so that was kind of my idea. And I like, it was, it was okay. It wasn't great. Like I, I would have rather have done the other idea, but it is what it is. So this movie came out in 1998, Sing String, Six String Samurai, which is like a decade before I had this class, but it's almost the exact same thing. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad <laughs> that like this movie exists, that Vinegar Syndrome remastered it so that I could watch my thing. And it's better than what I would have done, but it's about this guy. So, there's a there's a nuclear fallout and the world ends okay. and Las Vegas is like this uh, the one refuge like Las Vegas is like the thing that survived right okay. and so Elvis becomes king of Las Vegas for forty years and Elvis dies in like 1998 and so they're <laughs> like we need a new king so all musicians come to Las Vegas and compete to become our new king of Las Vegas and so it's just this musician going to Las Vegas after the world ends to perform and I'm like oh my god. This is my movie, but like music instead and of comedy Elvis and Elvis, you. right? It's just yeah. like, wow. And like, it's goofy and like, it's not good, but it's fun. Like, it's just like Vinegar Syndrome stuff like isn't good. Although I do think Rad is perfect. Yeah. But like their, their stuff's not good movies. It's just fun, goofy movies that they make look beautiful, right? So I had no idea this movie existed before like six months ago when they announced this thing to see basically my movie, sort of, um, but like a, a completed done version, which is like, I think like a vanity project. And I, I don't, there's a weird backstory, which I haven't, I have not fully dived into what i was like oh okay if you want to check i mean it's it's one of those expensive like 45 4k you could probably rent it i don't know um this one i was just like i i should probably i don't know you know so yeah yeah that's what i've been up to so dave and a couple movies and that's reading cool, for the book podcast because i that's i have i have a reason to read now i have to like keep yep. up with the book we have a Patreon page, Too Fast, Too Forever.com. Shout out to Cassie Wilson, Jake Freer, Ben Milliman, Nick Burris, Alex Ellen, and Justin Kleiman, Brian Rodriguez of Ooh. High School Slumber Party, Haley Gerbys, Wes Hampton, Christian Larson, Jerry Robinson, Dan the Duke, Hayden Renato DiDonato, Jessica Collins, a.k.a. Montez. Thank you all so much for supporting the $5 level or above. Big news to everyone, especially yes, you guys, because you will know first the voting for the second annual Hall of Fame, Too Fast, Too Forever Hall of Fame, is now open. I already voted this morning when you sent it to me. Joe and I both voted. If you go to cageclub.me slash bracket, it is there now. It's not there now as I record this, but it will be there now by the time I post this on Patreon. So if you want to vote, please just vote once. I mean, don't don't stuff the ballot box. In a month, when we get to, I think, what was what did I have? When we get to Fast Five this lap, so in six episodes... Uh, when we get to Fast Five, we will announce the winners. Any nominee with more than 75% yes votes is elected. Yeah. Any nominee with less than 10% yes votes falls off the ballot. Yep. Any nominee not elected after five ballots will be removed from the ballot. Yep. And then nominees are re-eligible, either if they didn't get 10% or if they were removed, five voting cycles after they were removed. So, last year, Vin Diesel slash Dominic Toretto and Paul Walker slash Brian O'Connor both made it in. And the only thing to fall off, the only thing that did not get 10%, was the impossibility of the Too Fast, Too Forever quiz. How hard quiz is so wildly difficult. Yeah. So that fell off. So we've replaced those this year because we need to replace the two characters. So new to the ballot, we have Sung Kang, a.k.a. Han. Mm-hmm. Heard of him. And also on the ballot now, Tyrese Gibson, a.k.a. Roman Pierce. It was the third one that replaced the other thing that fell off. Today is the seventh. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes. Who's yes, wrong? Yes. It's going to be very interesting in three years 
when everything possibly falls off, right? Or after, you know, like after year five, right? Because like if they don't get voted in, so yeah. we'll see. The thing to keep in mind is that if you vote for a thing, it's yes, but not voting for a thing is a no. So you can, if you want to, you can, you can only vote for one thing if you want. But if you're worried about things falling off, vote for those things. Better to vote for 10 things. Just vote for 10 yeah. things, essentially. We had like 40 votes, I think, last year or something like that. And I think like 35 or 36, I think we talked about this too, like 35 or 36 people like did 10 and then like a couple people did like two or three. It's just like harsh critics. Yeah. Exactly. Not of us, just like of the fastovers, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But we have our first, we have our inaugural, so I wonder if there will be more or fewer inducted. I don't know. But right now, cageclub.me slash bracket. Vote now. Vote early, but don't vote often. Hall of Fame voting available now at cageclub.me slash bracket. But Joe, we also have an email address, family at cageclub.me. We have three emails today. It's a quick mailbag. They're all quick emails. Okay. Okay. First up from Alex Ellen and subject line F9 spoilers. Are you ready for this? Yes. Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. <laughs> I like it. Then we got an email from T Public that we made a sale. And then a couple days later, <laughs> your wife Rachel's like, hey, the store's on sale for another day. I'm like, wait, did you guys buy shirts? She's like, yeah. I was like, oh, that makes sense. I'm like, why would out of nowhere, why would somebody just randomly buy four shirts? It was us. We're getting ready for the we're getting ready for the fucking movie, bro. And our last email from Jason Dickinson, subject line, hey fam. What's up, Jason? How are you doing, buddy? He's re- getting really excited. Hey fam, what's up? Got my second vaccine shot. Hope all is well. Awesome. Very, very cool. Very cool. Looks like F9's doing well. It's now at a 69% on Rotten Tomatoes. This is as of last Friday the 11th. I know he was concerned that people were not giving it good reviews, but it's now it's certified fresh, at least as of five days ago. Ooh, interesting. It says PS F10 can release in 2023, followed by F11 and 24. Take care, stay fast, stay furious. My podcast at 474 plays in total. Lap three coming soon. Well, very <laughs> cool, Jason. Good job, Jason. And we will talk more about the news shortly. Next, I don't remember when it comes. Maybe next, you know. Yeah. Well, yes, we got some uh, some updates about lots of things coming on the news. But thank you all for emailing in family at cageclub.me. And our Patreon page is too fast, too forever.com. If you want early episodes, bonus episodes, we just did an episode of Torque. With the Meister, yeah. with Resident Story Mike Manzi, where we're all like, I don't know. And then we're like, wait, none of us really liked it. I think Mike liked it more than the two of us, but it was one of those where I was just like, oh, this is... They needed to lean into it more. We talked mm-hmm. about it in the episode, but we're like, it's kind of goofy, but then sometimes it's not goofy enough. So you're like, just fucking... It was, it was still a fun watch. It was just like, you know, I expected more chaos, so... Yeah, so no more spoilers. Go to TooFast2Forever.com. Get that bonus episode, baby. Pay a dollar, then cancel the same day. No. I'll murder them and you. You keep (laughs) spouting this nonsense. You're next on the list. All right. On the streets, Joe, news about the Fast and Furious. So we've got a a handful of things. So much. Yeah. Hit me with one. What's what's top in your brain? Because there's there's a handful of big things that have happened. They're all, I think, reports. They're all kind of rumors, largely. Um, So they said, like, F9 and F10 come out in 2023 and 24. Right? Well, 10 and 11. 9 comes out next week. Yeah, sorry. 10 and 11 come out in 23 and 24, so we should get two. Because we, we had we just had this whole discussion about, like, when are they going to come out? They said they're shooting them back to back, so it's going to just be one long shoot, which we also discussed before. So that's good to have that confirmed. So that's awesome. Yeah, because that's what a lot of things do. Like, The Matrix did that, and I think Harry Potter probably did that, and, like, The Hunger Games did that. Twilight. Everything. It's just like, yeah, it's like basically the same movie, just split in half, so... Yeah, just one long shoot. What's the matter? Yeah. Yeah, 23 and 24, the backpack shooting. There's also news that 
the the crew because they're doing all sorts of interviews. They're like, we should really do a female spinoff. It's like I thought we already <laughs> confirmed this. Like I, I thought that too. we were like I thought this happened. I thought we were good, but I guess we're not good. So we had rumors that like it mm-hmm. was confirmed by Vin and Michelle Rodriguez, like on what was it like on Vin's Instagram or something? Yeah, maybe that he even talked about it when they were together, like before the pandemic. I don't know, man. Yeah. Okay. Either way, like, cool. Just do it. That's what we want, anyways. Yeah. If you're listening, do it. We'll go see it. We'll talk about it. You know, we'll also see if it's real. The proposed Roman spinoff, which, if there's any one character that does not really need his own movie, I said this. It's Roman Pierce. But, I mean, it makes sense, but it's also, come on, guys, what are we doing? My friends were like, oh, man, I would definitely go see a Roman spinoff. And I was like, on the list of characters that deserve a spinoff, Roman's low on the list. But I'm imagining that it would have to be a Tej and Roman spinoff, not just Well, so, yes. We've not talked about this, but F9 seems to be a return to Tokyo Drift. If there was a Roman and maybe Tej return to Too Fast where Carter Verona's back, that could be cool. Suki. Uh, Bilkins, we get Bilkins back. Oh, Heather would be in. I am thinking that there's no way that you're going to have a Roman spinoff without it being a Roman and Tej version of a buddy cop movie, right? Yeah, it has to be, right? Obviously, I want it no matter what, but like, it only plays really, like, if it's just Roman and a whole cast of new people. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how that would go. Like, you could do that, I think, if it was, like, a TV series or an animated thing or, like, oh. whatever, like, on Netflix. Like, you could yes. do that, like, Roman and all new people. But, like, if this is a movie in theaters, like, that's the thing about the Fast and Furious cast, right? It's, like, Vin is a star. The Rock is a star. Statham is a star. They yes. spun off already. You don't do a Vin spinoff because, like, the... the the main movies are the Vin movies, right? Are the Vin spinoff, yeah. Exactly. Everybody else is basically like a second tier, and not in a bad way, but like they're not necessarily leading movies. Generally. I mean, you know, Michelle Rodriguez has led some movies and whatever. You kind of have to pick and choose. Like it has to be like a team-up movie. It has to be a team-up movie, yes. That's what I'm saying too. Yep. Which is why, you know, as we say to these movies keep getting, the cast keep getting bigger and bigger, like it's not a terrible thing because there's not like, they're not huge egos. They're all like, Hey, yeah, like, we're cool being an ensemble thing, which is why it works as well as it does, I think, right? So... Yes. You have Roman on his own. It's like, okay. I don't think... I. So I think as much as it's, it could be... It, it's not going to be Roman on his own. It can't be. It just really... Like, who's he going to be with? Like, the girls from the jet? Like, it's Roman bitches? Like, can you imagine how intolerable a movie would be that would just be, like, a Roman and, like, six women just, like, following him around? I mean, look, we're going to cover it. We'll talk... We'll, we'll we loop will. it in every lap. If this happens before the female spinoff, the Letty Led spinoff, I will be upset. Yes, I agree. I'm not going to be upset at a Roman movie, but I'll be upset at a Roman movie if we get it before, you know, Letty gets her own movie. And or, he's you know, alone. Vanessa Kirby or whoever, <laughs> right? Yeah. So. Yeah, and he's just by himself just being Ugh. Roman for two hours. <laughs> the other thing is that there is also Fast Fears content coming to Rocket League. It's either out now or coming soon. Yeah. So if you want to drive with those cars in Rocket League, I think, because Rocket League is now free to play. So you don't have to, like, it, it used to be like 10 or 15 bucks, but now that's just free. Um, so they might charge a couple of bucks for the cars. I don't know. Um, but coming soon or now. So if you play Rocket League and you don't know yet, Fast and Furious Cars coming to Rocket League, which is pretty cool. Also, uh, unrelated to this, but sort of related to podcasts, not sort of related, definitely related to podcasts. What? So Microsoft put out a couple years ago Flight Simulator, and it's on Windows, but it's also coming to Xbox this summer. Okay. And they announced Top Gun Maverick content in-game. So Kinda you cool. can fly as Tom Cruise from Top Gun in Flight Simulator, which I think is pretty cool. 
yeah, Top Gun Maverick seems like a movie that I want to watch when it comes out on VOD and not in a theater, which I like normally, like I saw a preview for it when we went to go see A Quiet Place 2. Like, are you amped for it? I'm more excited for Mission Impossible 7, I guess it would be. Okay. But that's not this year. I'm still not, we're, we're finally hitting a point where I'm going to start getting excited. Okay, so we're at a point now with movies where F9 is going to happen. I'm still hold, I'm still going to be pure. I'm going to go into F9 pure, not having seen anything in theaters. But out this weekend, or this past weekend as this comes out in the main feed, Edgar Wright's new documentary about the Sparks Brothers comes out, which I'm excited to see. Zola comes out at the end of the month. Yeah, I'm excited um, for Zola. Stuff coming out in early July. And also AMC is re-enlisted. So they, you know, I have A-list, which I've talked about, like three movies a week, whatever. Yeah, pay 24 yeah, yeah. bucks a month or whatever. And they kept pushing it off because they're like, hey, we know that people, like theaters aren't open, whatever. If you want to reactivate, you can, but they weren't forcing it. And now, starting July 1st, they're going to automatically re-enroll. I think if you cancel, you can't re-enroll for a couple months. So like, I'm going to be like, okay, July 1st, I'm back to the movies and not, you know, Maybe not to a week like I was, but I'm going to start seeing things again. So I think once I get into that swing of things, I'll be like, yeah, hell yeah, Top Gun Maverick. But like right now, number one, December seems so far off. But number two, I just haven't been to the movies. And so it's like it doesn't, you know, it's more short term for me. But once it comes out, yeah, because I love that movie and Cruise Club in general, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Any other news that you've seen? No, I think we kind of covered it all. Yeah. If you have news for us, family at cageclub.me, email it in. We'll read about it on the next episode. Next sure. episode, we're going to do a, a quick spoiler-free reaction from the movie theater parking lot on Thursday nights. Yes, like we did last time. That'll yeah, be five or ten minute thing. Literally just like, oh my god, that was so good. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Or yeah, it's like 30 good. seconds long be like, kill us now. Which I don't think is going to be the case. No. And then we'll, our next full episode will be... F9 spoiler-filled reactions, but there will not be a mailbag there. So the episode after that, whatever it is, Fast and Furious, maybe? Number four? Uh, Then we'll have a a really big mailbag, I'm sure. But getting your things, we'll talk about it soon. You know how to get in touch with us if you want to just chat with us about it. Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Starting Friday. Yeah. Aussies, keep it shut. Don't blab for (laughs) a week. We already said that. Yeah, I've been, like, warning Haley. I was like, you gotta stay quiet for a week, lady. Shut up. Just give me a week. Just give me a week. Shut (laughs) up. Fast and Furious Minute. The last thing to do before we take a break is the Fast and Furious Minute. Minute 15. Seductively, I called Suki's front end. Shit. Hey, uh, make sure you bring that body by the garage later, all right? So, you know, we can work on that front end of yours. <laughs> Watch out. Maybe I will. Yeah. <laughs> hey, where are you going? It's time to get out of here. What's that? Sugi assesses the damage to her car. Tej invites her back to his garage for repairs. Ooh. Ryan wa- walks up to Monica Fuentes as the cops roll up to end the street race. The racers and spectators scramble to get away. Brian drives away and swerves out of the way. 
of an unmarked police car as the minute ends. Some sexual chemistry here between Tej and Suki. That's the big thing. Uh, you know, we've talked about like, would you make that jump? Would you do that jump? It does feel like whether or not she and Tej hook up on the side or whatever, it does feel like, oh, I can kind of flirt with him and he'll, you know, he'll fix up my car for free or whatever, right? So, you yeah, know. I think it's gentle flirting, but I also think that they're just genuinely good friends. So, like, I think he would have fixed her car no matter what anyways. I think that she just flirts with him because they're just bored. Like, he doesn't actually make any advances to her later in the movie. It's just, like, just, like, playful banter, essentially. Yeah. What did you notice in this minute? What of note did you see? Anything anything cool? Yeah, when Suki's looking at her front end, they're in front of a Pep Boys. Okay. But the sign is in Spanish. And it says... Sabamos de Atos. Yes, Sabamos de Atos. Do you know what that means? We know about cars. (laughs) We know cars. And I thought that was really funny. It was the first time that I noticed the Pep Boys right behind them, which is extra funny because like her front end's all fucked up and he's like bring it by the garage but they're like in front of a pet boys so well i think it is you know i'm glad and i know that they wouldn't do that like can you imagine if like in any of these movies they're like yeah we'll just go we'll go to jiffy loop we'll just get it we'll go to my like, wait yeah no what are you doing you no don't do that for the foreigners that's like chain car repair places in america yeah just like shitty like like it's <laughs> like if they owned a really like the bodega that they have is whatever, but like it's like if they own a really nice restaurant, they're like, "Hey, let's go to McDonald's, let's go to Fat Burger." It's like, no, stop it. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come to our restaurant, please. Yeah. Not that they do a bad job, but if you have a friend who like is in the import tuner scene or whatever, go to them. Why not? Yeah, you're not gonna take. Yeah, exactly. That's what we're trying to say here. They're doing custom work. Go to a custom shop, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing was is I got a bunch of cars, including the cop cars. Some of the ones of the cop cars pass as they're going. And you got really lucky at the end there because there was two signs that had like oh. the end of a phone number on one. And like on the, across the street, there was like a phone, no- like it said like PH and had like the colon. And then like you couldn't read this, like just the way it was framed. Dodged a phone number bullet there. Two phone number bullets and a fax number too. There was a fax number on one of them. Well, I don't do fax. There, there was something, I don't remember what it was. I had to, like somebody's like, can you fax me? And I'm like, no. Like, like, in the last couple of months, I'm like, no! What do you, who do you think I am? Like, and that's, like, also, like, mid-pandemic, basically. Like, I'm probably not in the office. And even if I was, who do you think I am? Yeah, can can I just scan an email? Yeah. Like, that's the, like, we've we've gone beyond this. Faxing is annoying because it prints for you. Like, just stop that. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to actually print. Just, like, if I have a copy, I can print it if I want to, but just email it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm glad that, I think we've washed out fax machines. I think so, Hopefully. The other thing I wanted to point out in this minute was I love Tej's line delivery. So he's flirting with Suki. He's just like, you know, bring that by. And she says, watch out. Maybe I will. And he just goes, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like he's psyching. I feel like he's psyching himself up. Like he's excited. But he's also like, no, oh, I didn't didn't think she's going to say yes. Okay. Here, here we go. Yep. All right. Got to get go. ready. Come on, little buddy. He like looks. <laughs> it's not the only Afro that I have. Exactly. Uh, any other things that you've noticed in this minute? No, it was a pretty quiet one. I, I think that's about it. Did you see my question? Do you like my question? Should I read my question to you? I like the question. I agree because there's I, I really don't think much happens in this minute. So I think you nailed the important part of the minute for us. Where does Suki kiss Tej? On the cheek? On the forehead? On the lips? She doesn't kiss him. And the answer? On the cheek. On the cheek, she does. She, like, gets kind of close. Could have yeah. been a neck, but she goes cheek and then turns away. 
15 questions, 15 minutes. I opened this today, the Google forms that I do, and I looked at the first question. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to fail this quiz. Although I, I did get it right. What's, What's the, the first, first traffic sign visible in Too Fast, Too Furious? No red on red, road closed, stop, or yield? Uh, road closed. Yeah. Okay. But I was like, ooh, I'm not sure. Okay. Oh, boy, this quiz is hard. I'm looking at it now. Cool, cool, cool. We've only 15. Like, we've done all this in the last couple months, and I still, there's multiple questions. I'm just like, I don't know. That's good. I guess. I don't know. We'll find out. So, you know, TooFastTooForever.com if you want the uh, access to the quiz. Like, there's the Google Docs that are there, the 250-page first movie minute. This one is now 46 pages. Like, there's, if you want, like, every detail. This one's 46 pages already? Yeah. I feel like it's going to be massive, right? Well, we got the first. We got we got um, thirteen pages for the the prelude, and we have thirty three oh. pages already so far, or I guess thirty two for the minutes. So yeah, but we're averaging like two pages a minute basically because like it goes over and I just do a new page. So yeah, we got we got miles to go before we sleep. So oh, yeah. good line. All right, let's take a break. Let us come back and let us talk about F nine or Fast Saga or Fast and Furious nine or Fast nine, or I don't know. Fast 9 Saga, F9 Presents, F9 mm-hmm. Preview. Mm-hmm. This episode's brought to you by Jacobs RVs. In 1927, William Andrew Jacobs Jake founded the business as a small station equipped with only two clear vision pumps. But now, they sell all of your RVs and trailer needs. Well, shout out to Jacobs. Welcome back. So here we go. Okay. Two days from now, we will be seeing F9. Yeah. Three days from now, it's in theaters everywhere. Yeah. What are you most, you, Joe, too, I'm yes. talking to you now, yes. specifically, what are you most looking forward to? What would tickle your fancy the most if it happens on Thursday night? What I got about one F9 thing. are you most excited for? I got one thing, and I think if it happened, we would already have known that it happened. I want Giselle back. That's sure. what I want. That would be, like, the mind-blowing best thing possible mm-hmm. for me. I don't think that it could have happened because there's. I don't think there's any way we could have not seen it. Probably. Right? I don't know. Like, that's the thing. Like, when we... So I listened back to our Hobbs and Shaw preview. Okay. We were like, oh, you know, we heard rumors of Keanu, rumors of Kevin Hart. But we're like, oh, maybe Kevin Hart's just on set visiting The Rock. But, like, we didn't know about Ryan Reynolds, right? Like, we didn't know about that's Rob true. Delaney. Like, there are things that, like... And Ryan Reynolds is kind of a big star, right? So I don't... But I'm I saying with know. the movie being out at different times. Like, if it oh, came out... Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I know. But still, like... I think that if she was in it, we would have known before it was in Korea or whatever, right? So yeah, I don't know. That would be great, though. That would probably be at the top of my list, too, just because they're so cute together. Now that Han's back. Exactly. We're Giselle string. The thing that I really want the most, and this is, it, it kind of feels contradictory to like what I complain about a lot, but like we have a finish line in, in, in sight now, right? We've got two more movies after this. Yes. Like I want this to pivot from eight into wherever we're going to wind up. So that's what I, they've said in the news. In that one article, 
I think Vin or Justin Lin, one of them said that like this now begins the like the end trilogy. Good. So this is going to be like part one of the end. Fate was disappointing for a lot of reasons when I first saw it. I have now come to really, really like it. Um, but I think the big thing was that it, it, it didn't feel... Didn't have a fit. It didn't have connective tissue, right? It was just yeah. like, oh, Charlie's jumped out of a plane. Hope we see her again. Like, we can hope that we do, but whatever. Now she's back in nine, right? And so it's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm assuming, guessing, based on just how movies work, that 10-1... We should decide right now. Are we going to call them 10 1 and 10 2 or 10 and 11? How do we want to refer to them on this podcast? The premiere Fast and Furious, <laughs> Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious podcast. 10, 10 1, 10 2 or 10 and 11? How do you want to do it? Ten, I, I say we go 10 and 11 until they okay. confirm it 10 1 and 10 2, right? Okay, so I think 10 will end on a cliffhanger okay. and then 11 will yes. finish the story. Yeah, no so shit. Cool. It's going to be like a four or five hour thing, right? So yes, yeah. the thing that I want the most is just bring from Charlize, bring from whatever was going on, her connective world of baddies, into wherever we're going to go. And also, what would be cooler, though, I, I do think this, I still think this is going to happen. I don't think this will happen in nine. The other thing I want the most that ties into this is a cross back over with Hobbs and Shaw and bring in Etienne. And I don't know if that's, that's ever going to happen. Gonna ha- or But Etienne might not, but like, I want there to be meaning and grand storytelling and connective and like propel us to the end i know that we're getting beyond nine right here but i think that at the end of 10 hobbs and shaw show up and they're gonna be like now we got this and that's how 10's gonna end right so that for 11 it's like the gang's all here yeah do you yeah. feel that too that mm-hmm. kind of feels like how this is being so spoilers for end game so skip ahead if you've not but like <laughs> Endgame is like they're you know they're facing off against Thanos and Thanos is fucking them up. Then like and then like you know Black Panther and everybody shows up through the Doctor Strange circles. It's like oh okay cool reinforcements are here. And then like Captain Marvel comes and she's like oh you guys you should have called me like I could just win right. So yes you know they're they're closer I think to the Black Panther side of things than the Captain Marvel side of things. But because the issue is that an issue whatever but like with with the Avengers with the Infinity Saga they were building toward. Like, Thanos was doing his thing, and yeah. they tried to stop him. What's the story here? Well, that's what we're going to get in 9. That's they're gonna, Okay. They're going to plant. This is like, okay, this is what we're doing here. Because that's one thing that the MCU did really well. It's like, we have a story that will unfold over 24 movies. I mean, really over, like, say, 12, right? But, yeah. like, Fate started doing connective stories, but, like... Other than Charlie's getting away, there's no real like loose threads. Now it's like, oh, but there might be. That's the whole. That's what I'm excited for with nine because okay. we've been saying this the whole time that there might have been that we just didn't know until this comes out. Even Tokyo Drift, like when we saw it, you're like, oh, there's no like loose ends in Tokyo Drift. Han dies, and then four, five, right. six come out, and you're like, holy shit, there was so much there that they. I mean, they obviously had to rewrite in, but you know, it can be meaningful. Sure. That's the other thing I want. You're right. That's you just hit on a good point. I want F9 to make F8 a, to make Fate a lot better. When we saw the trailer for 9 a year and a half ago, not that long ago, but almost a year and a half ago, we're like, "Cool, Fate has meaning now," right? Yes. But like that's all like that's like with reservation. It's like hopefully it has meaning. Hopefully it pays off. I think it does. I mean, we've seen the Justin Lin ones before, right? Like he, he knows what he's doing. It's a lot of fan service, but he knows what he's doing. So, like, right. I can't imagine he he fumbles it that hard. Is that's what I'm? I give him way too much credit. 
I think that's the thing to keep in mind. It's like Justin Lin is back. The people that we trust to tell the story are here. I mean, Chris Morgan is not. So that's maybe an issue because he went over to Hobbs and Shaw. This is a, a new writer to the Fast and Furious. Yeah. But it's Vin. It's Justin Lin. It's Neil Moritz. It's the people who have made the movies that we really like. And so the creative team is there. Let's do it. We have a foundation of them also coming in like – Justin Lin didn't do the first one and then leave. He came in and built off of three. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, he has a history of being like, okay, I'll use what you gave me and go from there. So, like, that's why also why I trust him. So, with that in mind, what could he or what could they do that would make you groan? What about F9 do you hope not happens? What would be your biggest fear? What about this would be like, oh, god damn it. If... Jacob is part of the team by the end of the movie. I will be upset. I don't know that that would happen by the end of the movie. I That's think what I'm you're saying. safe, but yes. If we get to the end and Jacob's like, "Sorry, Dom, like I was always your brother," and they like high five, like with like knowing that we have two more of these left, like you have to fight Jacob at least like twice. Um, I at, uh, uh. there's a skirmish that like when they meet, and we saw that there's like that's kind of in the trailer. Right, that they like mm-hmm. kind of fight, fist fight. He can't, he can't have like left Cipher in one film. Well, I don't know. So we don't know the relationship between the two of them, and also if they are bonded at the hip, whatever. She could come with him. So you're saying Cipher joins the team by the end of this? She that could. makes it in, that makes it interesting because that gives her two movies away from them. I don't know. I don't know. Another thing that I would really like on that note is. If they do mention Etion in this, because that would start linking Hobbs and Shaw. Like, if she's like, yeah, I was always working for Etion at, like, the end of this, you'd be like, oh, that doesn't mean that they're going to show up yet, but it just means that these two are connected. Yeah, I don't know that they would. I mean, that would be cool if they would, but, like, I don't know if that would happen in this one, because I feel like that is the... So, I don't know how much of this division, the split between the two sects, like the Fast and Furious and the Hobbs and Shaw, like when that'll come back right because like yeah it's gonna come back it's just a matter of when i guess yeah what would make you groan what's what are you not like what would what's something that would really be like oh god please no if roman's even cornier (laughs) i mean that's a cop out he's definitely going to what am i what am i worried about with f9 i i have faith like i i do think like my 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 groan moment for hobbs and shaw was i don't want this to be like, hey, get ready for Hobbs and Shaw 2, which it didn't. It wasn't. Like, at the end, it's like, of course, we're going to make a million of these movies if we want to make a million of these movies. But, yeah. like, if all we get is one, we don't have, like, loose threads. Like, there's still Brixton, right? Like, he's still around. But, like, yeah, we, we have a resolved thing. F9 is different because we know that there's two more coming. So, like, okay, here's what would make me groan is if this one is not satisfying on its own. Because okay. I think it needs to set up 10 and 11, as we've been talking about. It needs to go back to where we were. It needs to bring back from 3 and from 8 and from wherever. It needs to talk about Han and Jacob and whatever, which we'll talk about. But if it's not a movie that, like, we want to watch on its own, if it's just like a... Like, okay, for, again, comparing to the Avengers and MCU, I don't love Infinity War 
even though a lot of people do, because I'm like, this just sets up Endgame. That's true. The wildest thing I might have even talked about on here is that when HTML, when Nico and Keva did their, their podcast and they had everybody rank their favorite movies in the MCU, that was everybody's collective favorite movie in the MCU. I'm like, why? Like, all of this is part one. Yeah. It's wild to me. And I think Endgame is great. I think Endgame was better than I thought it could have been. But like, you know, looking at, Hunger Games, which is based on a, like a pre-existing things, which is, I guess, a different thing altogether. But, like, the Mockingjay movies are fine, but, like, I like Catching Fire because, like, it's its own thing. Like, it kind of sets up, like, a, oh, shit, like, now we're going to go do some stuff, right? But, like, I like Catching Fire because it's its own self-contained thing. Like, there's things that came before it. We know who these characters are. We can kind of just get into it. We're going to a place, but it's a fun movie on its own. I want F9 to be a thing that we're not, like, we're going to watch the movie, like, six times this year, right? Like, we're going to watch it a lot. Yeah. I don't want to be like both in the short term and then whenever we when, when we have when 10 comes out and we add 10 to our rotation, I don't want to be like, well, we got to do nine because we got to get to 10, like 10 rules, but like nine. So I just want it to be like a standalone thing that's like fun. And I think it will be like, I don't think this I think is going to. I'm not but like that would be this, my biggest yeah. annoyance. They didn't. It just this is just sent the next one. Like, hey, you know, give us your money on a thing that I am. I, I have no I'm excited for or not excited for. Something I'm very curious about is how are they going to write out Paul Walker? We've yes. talked about it a lot. Yes. Because they, ha- they essentially have to fridge him, right? Like, they have to put him... Because if Mia's back, we know Jordana Brewster's in it. He's not. So how do they do this? And what do they say about what he's up to is going to be interesting to me. Yeah. And that could either make me groan or really happy. But as of right now, I don't have any, like, because I just don't know. So Right. So everything that we have heard and read and, like, largely avoided has made this movie seem like they have the fans' best interest in heart, which is good because, like... That is good, yeah. We're I think we're both the easiest and most difficult people to please. Because it's That's like... That's true, yeah. If you do if you treat us with respect if you show us you love us we're like cool this is awesome but if you're just like hey yeah like new villains and car explosions and whatever it's just like well where's the heart right so like what i don't know how we don't know details which i'm thankful for because i want to just be surprised next week make it cool should give us heart <laughs> just treat yeah. like you you've been with these characters for 20 years treat them well right the actors yes. and the characters and everything just like Make it cool, guys. Be I just cool. thought of a new question, and I, I want to ask you. I'm going to spring okay. it on you. We didn't talk about it yet. Where do you want them to go in this that they haven't gone yet? Space? No, I mean, like, country-wise. I think, and maybe because I'm, I've am i got uh, Barcelona on the brain for Primavera, I think Spain could be kind of cool. I don't know. Like, what makes sense? Where, where does it make sense for them to go? That's what I was thinking, too. I wanted to hear your thoughts. I mean, obviously, I'm partial to Italy. They don't go there, and the car culture could be like its own thing. I think that would be really interesting, but I also think it's it's not as exotic as we have been going. So I don't imagine they would ever go there. But like, I would love to see a Fast and the Furious that just has like Lambos and Paganis and Ferraris, and you know what I mean. Like that sure. would be my dream. So what have we seen from the trailers in terms of location? Like we have like a jungly sort of thing. It's kind of jungly. Yeah, we saw like a jungly thing. So maybe that's South America. <sighs> I would guess. I mean, it could be it could be many different places, right? But it feels like. Oh, also something that I forgot to mention that in in the Tyree spinoff article or a different Tyree spinoff article I was reading, he said like in ten and eleven we're gonna hit a lot of continents. That was like a quote okay. from him. Oh, what was the one? Hold on, I gotta bring it up. When we talked to Andy, 
It was about Morocco, crossroads. right? Because he said, I've, I've been to Morocco before. Like, I've never been to Morocco. No, Thailand. Thailand was on his bucket list. Yeah, I, okay. Because they're in Morocco. In, they're in Morocco in Crossroads. That's right. That's right. So Thailand was on his bucket list. So Andy was being kind of coy and just like, you know, we're, we kind of dropped some hints in here about F9. We're like, oh, Thailand? He's like, what? So yeah, you're right. Yeah. They, I, I, we don't, I don't think we've seen, I don't know what Thailand looks like. I don't think we saw Thailand in the, the only trailer. thing I Maybe can imagine that we would have seen, but it also could be like I think they were in Singapore. Is when Han and Giselle were eating noodles, and sure. I'm a, when she's a citizen of the world. Yes. Okay. So speaking of Han, I think we've talked about this a lot in a lot of different episodes, a lot of different ways. But how is Han back? What do you think Han's back? What, what's your official? If you have to do one guess, we're making a wager. How is Han back? Because I've been on the record about Ooh. being kind Ooh. of mechanized, right? He might be. Etion enhanced. Yeah, I'm gonna go that he was just like severely burned and recovering. I think that's okay. the safest bet that he was in the car in the crash. He got kind of burned. He was recovering. Dom knew where he was and kind of hid him to keep him safe while he recovered. Because that's the thing, right? Dom has to know. He has to. I mean, we don't know, but he has to have known. Ta- one of the taglines of this movie is "Justice is coming." alluding to justice for han yes which is like hey we're going to address this and so the question is why is deckard allowed back at the barbecue is saving the baby enough maybe but also he killed a friend but if he if dom knew han wasn't dead dot 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 yes you're absolutely right if that is a big spin if dom knows that han isn't dead and that han was fine the whole time then although he attempted to kill Han, he didn't actually do it. So maybe that's why he's never really punished for killing Han. Because, so it's not only that he is okay with Decker, but he goes explicitly, specifically to Queenie in 8 when he's in New York where everybody he knows is in New York, right? He even calls in people from Cuba. He calls yeah. in, you know, the, the family's all there. But he goes to that pub with Queenie and ask for her help. So, like, he's clearly okay with the Shaws. Maybe there's a connection there that we have not fully explored. Like, why does Dom go to Queenie? Because it's Queenie recruiting Deckard and Owen to get the You're baby, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, has... we haven't talked about that. That is very interesting. Because we know Helen Mirren's in Nine, that she drives in Nine. We do, we do, we do, because she says it. Yes, that's true. There's got to be something there. That's what I'm curious about, because she's in Nine, we're assuming Deckard is not. We don't know if Owen is. I mean, Owen wasn't even in the Shaw movie, right? With the movie with his last name on it, he's not even in, right? So, I Deckard don't know. Deckard coming back would be cool, too. Okay, so my theory is that the the fight between Vin and The Rock is fake, right? If Statham is in Nine and The Rock is not, then my theory goes, it's like, oh, no, they actually hate each other. Like, yeah. I think it's either, it's a package, it's a, it's a duo or it's nothing. Like, if it's just one, it's like, oh, this is weird. Yes, I think you're 100% right. Okay. I, I can't think I, – I have to think that Shaw and The Rock are separated until they're both back. Yeah, right. Yes. Queenie is in Hobbs and Shaw. Helen Mirren's in Hobbs and Shaw. Yes. But, like, like you also can't – you likewise can't have Vanessa Kirby in Nine as, like, a cameo because unless that's – so, okay. So, like, if Vanessa Kirby's in there, it's like, oh, okay, so then Hobbs and Shaw are going to come back too. They just weren't available for shooting or – you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those yes. kind of things. Like, you wouldn't have that he kind of crossover. Young but like Rock. Yeah. Right. So, like, you can't have, like, Madam M, you can't have Ryan Reynolds, you can't have... I think you can have Madam M, I think you could have... I think you can have Kevin Hart. No, but, like, I don't think you can, because I think... So, okay, so I guess what I'm... The way that I'm saying you can't is that if you're saving the reveal that they're going to cross back over... You can't start sprinkling in the other people. Correct. 
they're yeah. separate until they're back together. And I don't think you can reconnect them without it being actually Hobbs and Shaw showing up. I think Queenie, because she came from the main franchise. She can be there, but you can't add Hattie or Jason, right. I mean, as uh, Kevin Hart. So I think if any of them, to your point, like you could have Kevin, Kevin Hart could show up. Absolutely, they could call Dinkley, whatever. But like if any of them show up, you know. And then Hobbs and Shaw don't show up. It's a setup to a thing that doesn't deliver. You're going to be like, well, why even bother? I think that at the end of 10, now that you're saying that, like Ryan Reynolds and Dinkley show up, like kind of near the end of 10, and they're like, I guess we got to do it. And like that's how 10 ends, right? <laughs> Everyone's like, who the fuck are these guys? Ryan Reynolds is in these movies? No, because I, I think. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I don't think it'd be Ryan Reynolds because I think he's too big of a star for people who chose not to see Hobbs and Shaw or whatever to be like, oh God, Ryan Reynolds is going to be in 11. It's like, well, he was actually in Hobbs and Shaw 1 and 2, uh, but he's not really, he's not the main guy. So I don't, that's a weird, he's in a weird gray space. I don't know, I don't know so how Hattie, you bring in Ryan so Reynolds. So Hattie shows up in. Yeah, maybe. Like, Queenie calls in Hattie at yeah. the end of 10, yeah. and she's like, I didn't want to do it, but I guess we have to call my brother. And that's that's what happens. I have another question that I'm going to ask now before I forget it. Who gets the fuck in F9? Because I was just thinking, I'm oh. fucking thirsty. Who gets oh. the fuck in F9? I-, I want it to be Helen Mirren so bad. <laughs> Again, she-, she she got it in 8. Yeah, I she, oh, God. Wait, so who, did somebody, no, nobody had it in 7, I don't think, right? In Hobbs and Shaw, they both have it together, no fucking way. Yes, yes, in yes. In five, Hobbs has it, yeah. I think. Who has it in six? Do we know? I don't remember. I'm going to look it up, see if I can find it. Because that's the go. big thing, because that's what we talked about. If people don't know, if people are listening to this, if they're new to the show, welcome. In a PG-13 movie, you can basically have one fuck. And so we, we talk about, I think it was maybe Garrett? Some, one of our guests was like, who gets the fuck? We've, like, I knew that, but like we never thought about, like, no, maybe it was Walt. It was Walt, I think, because he's just like, it. there's meaning. Like, there's importance to it, right? So Yeah, because you only get to use it once, so you have to use that in a good place. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. So in 5, The Rock, when he shows up, this is the he does, like, the Thunderwear thing, and then somebody says, what's the second thing? And he says, stay the fuck out of my way. It's like, That's right, cool. yeah. Or maybe maybe in this one, maybe in nine, it's Jordana Brewster being like fucking Brian, and then just <laughs> <laughs> fucking absentee dad, man. Uh, yeah, in like... six, six is six is the weirdest one. Tej says your voice just went from Shaggy to Scooby Doo, and Roman says, "See, man, when a woman." No, 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 no. Roman says that. No, no. Tej says it to Roman. Then Roman says, "See, man, when a woman starts shooting at you, that's a clear sign of back the fuck off. We got to get the hell out of Dodge." Interesting. I don't have the word fuck in my notes for seven, so I don't know if there is there is one in seven. I think seven is one without it. Eight, we have fucking thirsty, and then in Hobbs and Shaw, no fucking way, right? So yeah, I don't know, but yeah. So who? So you think? Who did you say you think gets the fuck? I want it to be Helen Mirren, but I think Jordana Brewster. They're like, where's Brian at? And she's like, ah, fucking Brian, and then just like just turns away, and that's how they write him out of the movie. <laughs> she's just like disgruntled about him. <laughs> just... So what I don't want is I don't want it to be Jacob. Where he's just like, oh, I'm going to fuck you up or whatever. Just like, okay. That's lame. It. Yeah, I agree. I think it might have to do, like, I think it might be Charlize? played comedically again. No, I think it might be played comedically about, like, when Han shows up. And somebody's like, where the fuck you been, man? That's a good one. That's really good. Yeah. That I don't know who sense. would say that. That's my guess, though. It's, like, in that scene, because you've talked about before that Letty's like, guys, look who's back. And then so she kind of knows. But it's got to be somebody, like, maybe, like, a Roman again or a Tej or somebody Oh, here's a question. Is Mr. Nobody going to be in this movie? I think you... Uh, was he in 8? Was he in... Yeah, because there's little nobody in 8 for the first time. Okay. Then... Because he shows up in 7. 
and yeah. that's where he gets shot. And then in eight, he shows up and he's like, you know, your FBI is ten most wanted. And then little yes, nobody yes, shows yes, up. yes, yes, yes. So yes, I yes. think he and he and little nobody probably should be around, right? Yeah, yeah, they should be around definitely. So I think that he's in it. Yeah. I also just realized that like there's questions like that that like. I could spoil that you could spoil for me if like, oh, like in trailer number two, Kurt Russell's there. It's like that I haven't seen. You know what I mean? So it was just more things. <laughs> it's it spoiled things. It didn't spoil people or whatever. Yeah, okay. I think all the people you saw in the first one and they've already deduced from the first one. They didn't add extra. I didn't see anybody new in the second trailer that I that I remember. How do you. So, OK, so new to this movie, we know. Yeah. Jacob, C, or Jacob John Cena, which we'll, we'll talk about next. Also, Cardi B. How How is Cardi... So is Cardi going to be like Iggy Azalea playing herself? Yes. Is Cardi going to be like uh, Ronda Rousey playing muscle? Like just playing like no. a type of herself? Did you see her tweet the other day? She just no. tweeted about this. Cardi tweeted about this. I meant to put it on our Twitter account, but she said like... Oh, finally get to see F9. I'm so excited to see myself in this movie. Um, I hadn't seen it yet. It's always so surprising when you're watching a movie and you're like, damn, there I am. So I don't think she has a huge part based on that is what I was trying to say. Is she Cardi B? Is she a hot musician type or is she just somebody else? What do you think? No, they're going to specifically say Cardi B. And I'm saying that because this plays to the international market. So she's Cardi B as Cardi B in F9. She's going to be somewhere famous, kind of like, but I guess they had T-Pain and they never said it was T-Pain, huh? Well, he has the sign on his laptop or whatever, right? I know. I think that we're big. We're so, so, so big now that it has to be like Cardi B and they're going to be like, oh, damn, Cardi B. And then like, that's, yes. Dom, I'm going to put you on my next song. What's the Dom? What was the Vin Diesel song? Like, I feel great today. What was it called? Oh, there were two. I actually listened to them at my barbecue because we were talking about it because Melissa, a friend of the show, Melissa Linen, patron of the show, Melissa Linen was here. We were talking about the song. She's like, I really like them. And we put them on. And like people, people were not thrilled that I put on these songs. I feel like I do and days are gone. Feel like I do is good. Yeah. yeah. Maybe there's like well, a Cardi remix to Feel Like I Do. That's a secret soundtrack song. So John Cena, question we have about him. How does he enter? How does he show up? Because, like, in Fate, like, Charlize has a cool thing because it's like, oh, shit, Charlize. And she's like, oh, she knows everything about Dom. We watch, I don't remember the trailer, and I'm glad that I don't remember this. But there is, like, one of them is in a prison, is in, like, a cell. And I think she's in the cell, I think. Maybe, it's a glass box visiting her. of emotion. Yeah. How does he enter? How do you think John Cena shows up? How does Jacob enter the picture? Well, now that you brought that up, I have to think that he breaks her out of whatever right. box she's in. I guess tracking what we've been saying on these first two guesses, the the first two movies we've guessed at, military guy, maybe he's in charge of watching her, and she snakes or weasels her way, having him get her out of there? Well, no. If she knew everything about Dom, she knew Jacob existed. Sure. So I think that, like, he's... He's been on her radar for a while. So she calls him in. Although, I mean, she's in prison. She doesn't have any powers. No, she does though, and because like you, because she knew that Elena had a baby before Dom did. You know what I mean? So like, she has to know that Dom has a brother. It's because Dom doesn't follow Elena on Instagram. <laughs> exactly. He doesn't have a cell phone. We've never seen him use a cell phone, right? I think he has. Maybe. Like I mean, just, just like, walking, Hello, Brian, talkies. I'm here. I'm just thinking about Elena's Instagram where she's like, "I had a baby, didn't name him yet, got to wait for the dad," and then <laughs> just like at Dom T. <laughs> One three two seven on Instagram. He just doesn't check it. 
He's like, you know, I don't, I don't look at stories. <laughs> so, so you think? So she's in. She's captured. She jumps out of the plane in the end of eight and gets captured and it's in the glass box of emotions. And then she still has the clout somehow to get him there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she still has a whole bunch of under. Like, there was a there was a whole crew of people flying her plane. It's not like she yeah, was but alone. also she gets captured somehow. So like she loses. Yeah, but but she still has the underlings on the outside. Like Car- fucking Braga was still doing shit from jail when he was in jail, and like the whole you know the entire mafia like in real life. Like, well, so I think there's a difference there because like he's in like he's in like jail or prison. Like she's in like a maximum security, isolated, only her. No, it seems more likely that they just have her like. In, like, a box that doesn't let radio waves through. Yeah, maybe. Because they don't want her to hack anything. So she is, even though she's captured, she calls him in, he breaks her out, and they then go after Dom. Yeah. So, okay. So in Fate, if we think about this, she gets Dom's help. She just needs help. She needs muscle. She needs whatever, right? She needs this thing stolen for her, right? Yes. And so she knows he gets, he's going to get recruited, he's going to get called in by Mr. Nobody, just whatever, or DSS, whatever. And so she uses leverage she has over Dom to get him to steal the thing for her so that she can have like a nuclear submarine, whatever, right? Yep. She can't be mad at Dom still. She needs more revenge and just be like, no, that guy beat me. Like, I didn't win. Well, she doesn't have, like, the nuclear football and the accountability. Like, she never finished her plan. Okay, so th- I guess what I'm trying to say is that I don't think her plan should be to get back at him. It should be to finish her plan that she started. Yeah. And she's she... just using... But why would she call on Jacob then? Because she knows Dom's going to come after her if she gets out. And he's now the only thing that can stop him because he's family and he already has the baby back and Elena's dead. So he's it's like, that's the, the next best thing, right? So she's using Jacob kind of as a buffer that she thinks that Dom might not attack her if his brother is with her or his brother knows how to defend her or he's his only equal because he's his brother. Yeah, it's something along those lines is what I'm thinking. What does space mean? We know that they go to space in some regard sort of spoilers but not really i mean that just we've we've talked about that we've we've alluded to that we don't know to what extent that is yeah we don't know why they go to space oh somebody i don't remember somebody was dunking on bezos oh, fuck, well you heard it? about what happened right like this actual story that bezos is going to space and then yeah, 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 yeah. and it's like i'm going to space a month before you oh no i didn't know about that but somebody was just like yeah. he's just he's not really going up there like he's like like beyond the moon is space like he's just like in orbit like it's just like that's not as nothing yeah. so i think that we're gonna get something this is gonna make me groan that this is a possible make me groan is how they treat space because if it's too tongue-in-cheek like we just went to space because you guys said we were gonna go to space ha 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 we did space I'm going to be kind of disappointed in it. I don't think that they would do that. I don't think that they would make fun of... Not make fun of, because it's not... That's not making fun of the fans, but it is, like, poking fun of the fans. And I don't think that, like... Because everything that they preach is, like, love and family and respect and whatever. And for them to be like, hey, you want this thing? Like, tough shit. Like, that sort of sucks. I do think I'm with you that it's just going to be, like, they go into orbit with the rocket car that we've seen... That they just like, you know, are in the atmosphere. But in reality, 
what I do want is moon space, right? Like, that's what I actually want. And I have said it before, and I will say it again here just to make sure it's on the record here. Easy way to get Elon Musk as a cameo. Not that I want that, but Elon Musk has played himself in like a dozen things, including yeah, like Iron, Iron Man, Man 2, yeah. including BoJack Horseman, including a bunch of different stuff, right? And so they need to get to space. Elon loves schmoozing. Elon gets and in just here. just being a, a celebrity. Yeah. yeah. Get Grimes in here, get X Ash 12, whatever, right? So that would be a good cameo. That's a good cameo pick for somebody that we didn't know that was in the movie. Like with the space touch, having Elon in it, that would be something that I don't think would be super spoiled and could possibly happen. So on that note, other other cameos, one other, let's let's each take a cameo. I'm going to say, I think that, that we do not know about that would, would not surprise you. Like it would surprise you, but not surprise you. We talked about this recently also about somebody compare these to Tango and Cash. Like Stallone has got to be in the orbit of, no pun intended, in the orbit of Fast and Furious. Stallone is good. On a related note, now that you said Stallone, I think Schwarzenegger would be a good placement. Like if he's like the governor of something. Governator. They're like, oh no, like you can't do that. Like I'm the governor. And then like, that's just like, you know, a quick cameo. I think that we've moved beyond the point where like, if Keanu is in these, he got to be in Hobbs and Shaw, right? From what I remember, they because he's friends with David Leach, who directed Hobbs and Shaw, and like he wants to be in those, and they want to have him in that, but they wanted a bigger role where like the schedules aligned. So I think he would be in Hobbs and Shaw too. I don't think he would show up here. I think he could show up here eventually, but I at don't think end, that he would show 11. up here first. Yes. Yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna come in at nine. He, you know, it would kind of be like sleeping with your brother type situation. Like if he shows up at nine and there is any actual tension then he can't come to Hobbs and Shaw because it's like, well, you fucked us because right. you went to the other guys. So Yep. Yeah. So Schwarzenegger, Stallone, not Keanu, although I would be excited about Keanu. I mean, again, get Zeph in there, get Shannon in there. Tom right? Cruise, right? Yeah, I mean, I would love it. I don't know. He's on, like, he's on, like, we're in this orbit now, so it's close, but he would need to be the star, right? He can't be a cameo of... He's gone through a couple different phases where he's like, let me just try different things, and he, you know, he wasn't the star, like, he was just a cameo in Tropic Thunder, which is a movie that I don't love, but, like, he's insane, and I love him in that. Like, he's, he's had moments in his career where he doesn't need to be the star, but, like, lately, he's, like, his thing that he's been trying to do lately is find a franchise. Like, beyond just Mission Impossible. Like, he's trying to get the mummy going. Jack Reacher. He's trying to do the Jack Reacher thing. He's trying to get another thing beyond just Mission Impossible. And I don't know that, like, Fast and Furious would never be, like, the Tom Cruise franchise. No, because it's, it's already the Vin Diesel franchise. It's the Vin Diesel or the, the Rock or Paul Walker or whatever, right? The Justin Lin thing, like... You go down the list, like, he's the biggest star, probably bigger than The Rock even, but, like, you wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, that, that new Tom Cruise movie, Fast and Furious 10 or whatever. It's like, no, that's not, right? So Yeah, yeah. Vague spoilers, but we've, again, we've mentioned on here, Rocket Car, that's just how they get to space, right? And probably yeah. something with Tej, Tej probably hooks something up. Yeah, it seemed like, I think from one of the trailers that I remember, like, Sean and Earl were there, and they see yeah. the Rocket Car. That was, like, the okay. first one. So, yeah, but Tej, Tej and Roman, I think, are in the rocket car. So then the other vague spoiler thing that we have already previously mentioned, magnets, the magnet car, whatever, which yeah. is what we, the, the second trailer was kind of about, which I saw without really wanting to see, but, like, saw part of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that independent? Is that yeah. a step toward a thing? Where does that fit in? Do I don't think? know. I really have no idea where this could go. I think it's just going to be just like a fun way to just wreck cars. I don't, I don't think it's going to be that important, to be honest. I think it's going to be like the ice, like, the, the, what is it, the ice charger? You know sure. what I mean? Where it's like, yep. okay, it happened, but like, it's not like a pivotal 
part like of. it's a thing to sell toys basically even though they pretty don't really much to- yes yeah i think so yep that's okay. what i'm saying yeah that's what i'm thinking here it does feel like the kind of thing where it's like in another movie like that would be the craziest thing and just like here it's in one scene they're like okay yeah remember <laughs> that time with the rocket uh, with the magna car yeah okay yeah sure. that's what i think too yep some guesses there's uh, there's no real right or wrong answers to these but we did these last time let's do them again who is your pick for the fastest character gotta be Tej who embodies speed the Tej in the rocket car right yeah okay exempt okay okay here how about that like excluding that excluding the rocket car who's the fastest character helen mirren because she gets to drive this time Ooh. okay okay fastest car fast or fastest character i can give you one what were you gonna say i was gonna say you gotta pick jacob right because he gotta be like a, a test for Dom. no i think he's more fury than fast i i think and this is just like a long shot like if we we're doing vegas odds this would not be smart money but i think that i think ramsey's gonna surprise us with some, with some speed oh interesting okay i would like that that would be cool. she doesn't drive again bearing in mind she doesn't drive uh but if she's going to exhibit speed in some other way maybe teleport maybe hack like the wind blows who knows teleport teleport yeah most furious character jacob okay jacob i think easy answer maybe right no i have i have an answer too who's your okay so i'll, I'll go jacob then if you have a different answer from than jacob i'm going with something that you said earlier and i'm gonna go han because he's a secret baddie evil mm. cyborg and he's actually the most furious or he's just the most furious that he's been you know cryo preserved for the past four years or whatever so. that's such a that's such a e-break 180 from his normal personality I know, which would let him exhibit some acting, you know, Oof. breath. That would be nice. So then who causes the biggest explosion? Uh, I'm going to say Roman accidentally blows up something very big. <laughs> That's a good call. Like, it's like the harpoon gun, but like to a level that we are not ready for. Like, God damn it, Roman. Yeah, I'm going to take the easy answer and go cipher. She sure. has to have something in the bag because she already did the zombie cars. So I think that it has to be her. Who causes the most pedestrian death? Who is the most reckless? Who is the most willy-nilly? Dom with the magnet car. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that Dom accidentally... Like, I mean, like, obviously he he, just, he doesn't hurt anyone, but at the same time, like, realistically, he would kill millions of people with this fucking magnet car. I'm thinking, like, you know, going to your thing about biggest explosion being Cypher, or my biggest, most furious being Jacob, like, or your most furious being Han... It's it's hard to separate one from the other, but the most pedestrian deaths. I'm gonna say okay. So here here here's. I don't know that I want to see this, but just like how Roman accidentally blows something up, I'm gonna say that Tej gets like counter hacked and does something on the computer. Like I feel like this might be a movie where like our fam. Although it'd probably be more ten than nine, where our family kind of fails. Okay, and they're getting outworked outmanned overworked whatever i think that is more like 10 like they're they're suffering and then triumph yeah (laughs) like cypher set a trap ramsey hacks it and in reality it just like kills an entire village right like just how like them turning on god's eye helped cypher find them or maybe unclear if that actually happened or not but yeah. yeah something along those lines yeah so the final question unless you have other questions best case scenario you walk out of this movie like that was as good as I could possibly imagined. Where does this fall on your list? Could this be your favorite Fast and Furious movie? Or if we're looking at the rankings right now, you have your newest rankings: one, then five, then Tokyo Drift. Is it not going to? Is not? Is it not going to? So I also do want to point out that you said the trailer, the first trailer for this movie, yeah. was your fourth favorite Fast and Furious movie. 
<laughs> I really think this has a lot of potential. I think that it could wind up in the top three. I don't think it could ever take one and possibly not two, but it could be close. And because of the, the things that we know, Han coming back, fan service, space, Sean and Earl, it has potential to finish in the top three for me. So my top three is Fast Five, Tokyo Drift, Six, as it stands right now. Yeah. I don't see a world in which they make a movie that I like more than five, because I think five, like, That's I think saying. we're just too big. I think best case scenario, two, my, it could be my second favorite. I think worst case scenario, it could be my least favorite. I think so, too. Yeah. It could really do bad. I uh, Although I think it, I think it's going to, if anything, I think it's going to fuck with eight a lot in my head. I'm already preparing for that. Yeah, maybe. I mean, what I'm hoping for, even if it's a movie that we don't love, but I think we're going to. I'm very optimistic that we're going to like this movie. But if it's a movie that we don't love, what I want is just a lot of stuff. (laughs) Well, you'll get that. Right. Like, I just want a lot of things to talk about. I want a lot of things to analyze. I I want a lot of things to... Not even for the minute, because, like, honestly, we might never get, like, the minute, like, we're not going to We might die be, before we like, get to the minute, yeah. thousand, like, a thousand episodes before yep. we get to this movie in the minute. But, like, just talking about it six times a year or whatever we're doing and talking about it every three or four months at the lap, like, just give us things to dissect. Have Mia or someone say something like food all over the place. We're like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yes. Because yes. we haven't had one of those since Noni is Denise. Like, that's the most recent one. No, we had, we had, uh, yeah, we, yeah, you're right. Since Noni is Denise. But we had like, the, I remember everything about my father. Like, we, we had but that. But that's, that's not a thing to analyze, though. That's true. Like, the things that don't make any sense is from the first movie, food all over the place. From Tokyo Drift, who was wrong. From Seven, it's Noni is Denise. Like, it's things that aren't meant to be questions that we have questions about. Yes. Like, I don't know that we have, in that way, outstanding questions from Fate or from Hobbs and Shaw. Like, we have questions about those movies, but not in a way that, like, they're, they're questions that, like, that the can movie be makers want us to. Yes. Yeah. And that hopefully will be answered. That will be fun. Yeah, I hope we catch one of those. That would be a lot of fun. Anything else that you want to say about F9? Anything else that you're excited I'm for or worried stoked. about? No, I'm just stoked in general, and I'm stoked to watch it with you guys, and I'm stoked to hear everybody else's responses when we come back, and I'm, I'm just excited. I'm excited for finally getting here, because it was a fucking long wait. Pandemic sucked, and like I'm finally at the end, so this this is pretty much like the end of Pandemic for us. This is the finish line, right? When Fast 9 comes out, I think that means that the Earth, the Earth is healing, and we're back to normal. I hope so. I mean, it's still, it's still in the words of... Olivia Rodrigo, God, it's brutal out here. It's still bad in a lot of places. My barbecue and F9 are the 10-1 and 10-2 or the 10 and 11. Just like this, the beginning and the end of the end. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So I'm I'm very, very excited to see it. And that's that's it, man. And I'm glad that we could talk about it. And I'm glad that we're yeah. going to talk about it when we come back. So. so our next episode is going to be a very, very, very short episode from the parking lot of the movie theater that we see the movie at. It'll be in your feed on Thursday night by... We're seeing the movie at 7. The movie will realistically start by 7.30. We'll be out by 10. You'll have it by 10.30 Eastern on Thursday night. Spoiler free. Listen to it. Or no, I mean, you don't have to. If, you're, if you really want to go in pure, by all means, go in pure. Then on Friday, Joe and I are going to record about F9 spoiler filled. And then we're going to put that out a little bit early, I think. So that'll be the next, like, next week's episode. Quote, unquote, next week's episode is actually going to come out later this week. We want to capture that momentum. So 
send in your thoughts, family at cageclub.me. Let us know your, we'll read it. your yeah, hopes you and your fears. It. Yeah, we might do a mailbag. We might do an F9-specific mailbag if you send it by Friday at, like, dinner time Eastern. So, like, if you see the movie on Thursday night, if you've seen the movie a week early because you live in Australia, if you want to get in your thoughts, mark the subject line F9 Please. episode or something. Yeah. And yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that on the next full episode which won't have an intro, but we'll talk about F9 stuff and go from there. But uh, we're so close. We're so close, brother. We're so close. And I'm excited to just see you in general and, and yeah. see all of our other friends, too. It'll be a joyous occasion. And this time, we're fucking bringing Coronas. I'm buying cans okay. and uh, wear cargo shorts. For all things Too Fast Too Forever, you go to cageclub.me, facebook.com, slash Too Fast Too Forever, or at Too Fast Too Forever on Twitter and Instagram. Email us, family, at cageclub.me. Check out our Patreon page at TooFastTooForever.com and our store, like Joe and Rachel did, at TooFastTooForever.shop. Yeah. Come back next time very briefly for a spoiler-free reaction to F9. And then the next day or so, a spoiler-filled reaction to F9. Email and family at Cageclub.me. Let us know your thoughts, your reactions. Send in anything you want about F9. Uh, we will separate church and state, so we're not going to spoil F9 in every episode. But if we're talking about F9, we're going to spoil F9. So yep. see it. Early, if you can, if you're able to, if you want to wait for VOD, please do so. Watch this movie. Watch this movie in a way that you will enjoy and you will feel safe and you will get True. the most out of it, whether that is waiting a month and watching on a VOD or seeing it in theaters on opening night or however you want to do it. Just we've made it here 14 months, 16 months after we saw the trailer, almost 17 months after we saw runway. the trailer. The world's longest runway of waiting. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe, too. And we'll tell you all about it when we see.